Section 9 of The Antiku. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Antiku by Jean Sharp and Bruce Jenkins. Direct Defense of the Society. Therefore, an anti-coup policy is focused on defense of the society by the society itself, not on defense of points of geography, nor even governmental buildings. Geography and buildings are ultimately important to coup leaders only when possession is accompanied by human assistance. Seizure of a school building, for example, is of no use to someone seeking to control education without a functioning school, including the cooperative pupils, teachers, and administrators. Occupation of a railroad yard gives no control over that piece of transportation if the railroad workers and managers are unwilling to operate the trains according to orders. Control of a parliament building itself gives no control over the actual members of parliament, or over the population as a whole, which believes in parliamentary government. Instead of attempting to provide constitutional defence by fighting over buildings and geographical points, people actively defend their institutions, societies and freedoms directly. The priorities of action here are crucial. Insistence on abiding by constitutional procedures or the maintenance of a free press, for example, are of more direct importance to democracy than possession of a given street intersection or building. It is of course true that sometimes certain sites and buildings have a special symbolic importance. Civilian defenders may then want to attempt to block the seizure of these sites by placing their bodies between the attackers and the buildings. In 1991, for example, both the Lithuanian Parliament Building and the Russian White House were so protected by people power. One should not generalize too widely from these two cases, however. It should first be noted that a human barricade is not always realistic. Under extreme weather conditions, especially cold, it would be virtually impossible for a human barricade composed of the same individuals to remain in position for very long. Therefore, it is important to remember that anti-coup defence is a defence of the society, not of geographical points of buildings, which the putschists are able to seize if they are willing to kill enough people. If the putschists are uncertain of their own intentions and methods, or if their troops are unwilling to kill many of the defenders, then a defence by human barricades may be successful. However, a serious danger exists in attempts to defend key buildings or other sites by human barricades. If, despite the defender's efforts, the building is successfully seized by the putschists, 
the defenders and general population may become unjustifiably demoralized. The defenders may then believe not that only the parliament building has been seized, but the parliament itself has been destroyed. The defenders and population may believe that the mere physical occupation of the former government headquarters has put the putschists in control. Extreme care, therefore, must be used in formulating strategies and tactics for defensive buildings, so that the defenders and population put the emphasis on defense of the constitutional system and the society's institutions themselves, which can continue whatever the fate of the buildings. The coup leaders cannot control the society's population, institutions, organizations, and government without the submission and cooperation of the population. End section nine.